Welcome to the Grit and Grace podcast, where we take on life with a whole lot of grit and a little bit of grace. How is it going? Another week. So proud of myself, staying consistent and keeping the promises to myself. That's the biggest thing. Have you ever noticed if like you're not keeping a promise to yourself, what a mood you get in? I do. Anywho, this week has been something else, man. The kids were off school yesterday for Martin Luther King Day, which was awesome. But mommy's glad to have him back in school. (laughs) And yeah, I we spent the weekend um, just being a family and we went duck hunting, you know, the usual. Uh, My oldest, Coop, and my husband, Cody, were going to go. And then the little guy, Rivers, who's three, caught wind of it. And he was hellbent and determined that we were going with and there was no talking him out of it, and he didn't forget at 6 o'clock in the morning when they were getting ready to go, he hopped up, getting his camouflage on, all the things, so decided to make it a family trip so we could get out and walk around, and it was so awesome. So we're taking care of uh, my in-law's dog uh, while they're away, and I went to go check on him and feed him on Sunday, and my husband was like, you gonna bring him back so we can play with him? Nope. Solid nope. Nope, nope, nope. Not sorry. If I'm going and you're sending me, I'm not bringing the dog back so you guys can play with them. So lo and behold, I turn on the new Halsey album because it is awesome. Jam out because when Mama gets time in the Tahoe by herself, the music goes up, the singing gets loud, and I enjoy myself. Go and feed the dog, check on him, let the little bastard sit and eat. So cute. And then the next thing you know, I'm on my way back, jamming out again, look over to my passenger seat, and I'm asking the dog, is it too hot for you? Are you enjoying Halsey? Is this good? I'm a sucker. Anybody else a sucker for animals? Oh, it's so cute. My kids and my husband lost it when I came back with the dog I was not bringing back home. But all is good. I think it's good for the soul to play with some animals, you know? So I have been trying to keep myself from getting in a funk. February comes around and it's coming up. We're in January, I know. But I'm preparing for February, right? I always know I get in a funk. I live in Utah. It gets kind of, it gets kind of I mean, it gets freaking gloomy here. Christmas has come and gone. Like, I'm totally fine with the snow December. And the fact that I'm not snowboarding every weekend like I used to when I was a teenager, I'm just, I'm over it. It's fine. Maybe I should go snowboarding more. But I'm ready for the grass, the sun, all the things. And that is not what Utah provides. So I've been trying to keep myself out of that funk. And I went through again this weekend. What made me think of doing this is I went through this weekend and I kind of freshened up my hair. I trimmed it. I pulled some more blonde through it because it just always feels so nice. Um, toned it out so that it's a little more icy and vibrant. And then, of course, I mean, if you're going to do your hair, you got to do your spray tan. Like, come on, a little bit of color just makes you feel like you've maybe been to an island and enjoyed some sun instead of looking out your window at some snow, some brown grass, the clouds, no sunshine, (laughs) bitter cold. I'm not bitter about it at all. I am. It's true. But there's things that I'm doing to just try and enjoy it. And I know there's nothing I can do to change it. So I'm trying to enjoy the beauty of what we have and enjoy the fact that we're getting moisture because we do need it. I'm doing these little things to kind of help myself feel uh, energized, I guess. And so as I was doing this, I was thinking, you know, uh, a lot of people reach out to me as I am a professional spray tan artist, like I've mentioned before. And I have the beauty of doing 
it myself uh, and having the best training and the best products to use and the knowledge base on how I always give my clients the best outcome with their spray tan. Nothing orange comes out of my spray tan studio. Not happening. I thought what better way to kind of give you guys uh, some tools to help make yourself feel a little more spunked up, alive, a little color. Um, it's amazing what a spray tan can do to just boost a little bit of confidence. I totally think we all have some inner confidence. Sometimes doing little things like that just helps bring it up to the forefront and alive. And it just really kind of, it'll help, you know, show the definition in your hard work that you're showing off. I wanted to share my tips and tricks on how to get this best, longest lasting spray tan uh, that you can either ask from a professional spray tan artist that's around you and how to pick one or how to do the best at home self tanner and how to decide which color to get, what product to get and how to prep for that. Let's hop into it. I'm going to start with how to choose your self tanner or what spray tan solution you're gonna get because I feel like we need to decide that before we even begin the process. The number one thing I hear from people as a spray tan artist is I don't wanna look like an Oompa Loompa, I don't wanna look orange or I don't wanna look like I just got done with a bodybuilding show. I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, what happened? Or like, am I going to turn out like Ross? Like how many Mississippis do I have to stand here? Like, wait, you didn't count Mississippi, <laughs> right? Anyone else? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I have some tips to decide which solution you need to buy or help decide with your spray tan artist. Here are kind of the breakdown of the different solution types. My favorites are a green or blue base solution. Green is a lot more common, especially if you're going to be buying something over the counter or a violet. And let me tell you the differences in these and how you can decide what you want to get or what will work for you. For a green or blue base solution, it is going to give you a more golden brown or a glowy tan, kind of like a nice little glow or again, kind of like a little more of an olive tan where a violet tone is going to give you like that deep, dark, beautiful Caribbean kind of a tan. Like you look like you've been on vacation. The violet looks really good on blondes or those with an already olive tan. It gives you that deep tan. Those are kind of your two different choices, right? I always say for someone that's just kind of like dipping their toes into a spray tan or just getting started or they don't know what they are, go with a green base. A green base, honestly, that's my number one. Like if I've never seen anybody and they're telling me what they want to do a spray tan, it's do a green base and I'll tell you which one to get in a minute. Here's kind of how to decide with your skin tones because that's something that I always take into consideration is what you want to achieve like we just discussed. And then also your skin tone is going to play a big factor into this because not everyone can do a violet based tan or it will pull that nasty orange color that nobody wants. Here's kind of to decide if you need to go the green base route or if you could do a violet tan. Here's how. Do you have a warm or yellow with a peachy or golden undertone? Kind of how to decide that is you have that yellow or golden complexion and you'll know that, you know, by buying like your foundations. Another thing you can do and it's quick and easy, like right now you can turn over your arm so you can see your wrist and you can look down at your wrist and do you have green or olive veins in your wrist? And that will give a good indicator whether you can do a violet tan if you've got that complexion. Another thing is do you tan easily? So if you're somebody that gets a tan really easily when it's summer or if you do tan and you maybe get burnt it like you're like oh I burn but I mean it only lasts for the day and then the next day it's a tan. 
that means you could do a violet base. You already have a natural base tan, so you've already got like a deeper complexion. Or you wear like, again, you wear a yellow base makeup. That's specifically me. Like girlfriend is super yellow. I have a really hard time finding a good foundation. Those will let you know like, yes, you're solid. You can do a violet base tan. If you don't meet any of those or most of those, then I would suggest, like I said, going to the green base tan. And that's just going to ensure that you don't pull any orange. Or another thing you could do later on after you've kind of gotten a little better at your spray tan is you could mix to kind of go into the violet is you can mix a violet also with a green base. So let me tell you my favorite ones that you can totally get over Amazon. I'm going to link these in the show notes um, or you can go into Ulta and a few of these are available at Ulta. So let me tell you a few of my suggestions for both of those and then we'll get into the prep. So if anyone is needing a tan quick, I don't know which one of these I am. I don't know violet green. What should I do? Oh my gosh. The number one thing I tell anybody that can't get into me or I've never seen and they just want to get a good spray tan, I say for self-tanner, get the Fake Bake 60 Minutes. This is going to be in the show notes. This, this one you can buy in Ulta if you're needing to get it in like today, now, or you can get it on Amazon. This one is a green base. I know it works well for everyone. You can leave it on for, I think, I mean, up to eight hours, and I often do that. And then you just rinse it off and it will continue to develop over the next 12 hours. This one's great though, because if you're in a hurry, you can do it, leave it on for like three hours, wash it off. And then, like I said, it'll continue to develop. So you don't have to leave that on forever. The next one is the Skinnerols. That's a great mousse solution. Saint-Tropez has one that is a blue green base. Again, that's a mousse. And a lot of people like this one. It gives a beautiful glowing tan. My number one suggestion, if you know you're going to be wanting to do this for a while or you know someone that does spray tans, I suggest getting the Sholi number 12 in the dark depth. And this one comes in a quart size. And so you'll put it into a spray bottle and you'll just continue to use it and refill it that way. This one is it's an aloe based. So it's going to hydrate your skin at the same time. It's aloe based. It'll hydrate. Uh, it'll last seven to 10 days. And this one just gives everyone that beautiful golden tan. For my violet based tanners, I only have two suggestions at this point that I suggest for everybody. Uh, the first one is the My Tan Violet. And this is a mousse. A mousse is nice because you can see where you're applying it. It's easy to blend into your skin. And also my next one is going to be my favorite, the one I use, my top one that I use for my clients as well. And it's the Sholi Luxe line in the number 12 or the dark blend. Again, this one is a professional grade, but it is available if you're willing to pay the money for it. But I mean, once you buy this, you're not going to need to buy self tanner for a long, long time. And this one again can last about seven days and it gives the most beautiful dark violet tone and it looks so beautiful for my blondes or my olive skin girls now you know what solution you're going to use right have you got one you're ordering one perfect okay now let's go into prepping for it because this is the number one thing i tell my clients or people that are wanting to achieve a great tan it comes down to prepping your skin properly so that it goes on correctly right you've got to have that great canvas to apply something picking the solution and then also your aftercare. So I'm going to give you my top tips and the, the tips I give my clients before I have them come in. And the things to remember for your prepping is the three things, right? Everyone says it. Shower, shave, exfoliate. Have you heard it before? 
probably. If not, you're not going to forget it. Shower, shave, exfoliate. The biggest thing that I always tell everyone is you want to do this two or more hours, but no more than 24 hours before your spray tan. The showering too close to when you do your spray tan, it's going to leave your pores open from the shower and the heat, and it's going to give you that freckled appearance or that dottiness that a lot of times you can see on your legs. For the longest time when I was doing um, my self tans at home before I became a professional, I would be like, why in the hell are my legs so dotty, right? It's because I would get out of the shower, dry myself off, and then I'd start doing my tan. So all my pores were open and absorbing that tan. That is why. For example, you know, if you're going to do your tan, you get out of the shower and it's 10 o'clock, I suggest waiting until like noon to do your tan or or up to 24 hours. You do not want to use moisturizer when you get out of the shower unless you're doing something like on your face, but don't put your lotion on after you've prepped your skin in the shower. It can cause issues with the spray tan solution. So when you're in the shower, you want to make sure you're exfoliating thoroughly. This will remove the dead skin and provide a new smooth surface for your tan. Exfoliating helps to promote even coverage and lengthens the duration of the tan so that you're not shedding those new skin cells. This also allows the skin to return towards normal pH levels before you come um, to your appointment or before you do your tan. It's important though that you exfoliate with a non-oil-based exfoliate because the oils will leave like, you know, like a film on your skin. My favorite exfoliators for a spray tan are just a simple like sugar, a brown sugar. Go into your kitchen before you hop into the shower. Get your brown sugar out of your pantry. Take a handful of that into a cup. Take it in. Lather yourself up with that girlfriend. Just scrub. Or a coffee scrub works great too. I often will mix the two, a brown sugar and my coffee grains. Grinds. <laughs> I'll mix my coffee grinds together and do that. Coffee is great for the skin. The caffeine is really, really great for your skin. So do your exfoliator and then make sure you rinse off thoroughly. So after you shower, do not apply lotions, perfumes, deodorant, or makeup. These uh, will react with your spray tan solution. I do always love putting on like my Cetaphil on my skin though, especially if you have breakouts or dry spots on your skin. This kind of creates a little bit of a barrier in between your spray tan. So that's one of my suggestions if you do have dry skin on your face, like a Cetaphil or your face lotion is fine as long as it doesn't have any SPFs or harsh chemicals. And as always, I suggest you hydrate. Hydrate the skin from the inside out. Make sure you're drinking your water. Get eight to 10 glasses of water a day. This is part of my prep and this is part of my aftercare. It helps so much with your skin. So you are prepped and ready. You know what solution you use. You've waited at least two hours after your shower and you're ready to do your spray tan. So let me tell you my tips for achieving the best spray tan at home or self-tanner. When you're ready to apply your spray tan, again, make sure you've waited after you've taken your shower or your bath for a nice even tan. Uh, The next thing I'm going to have you do is you're going to apply a fragrance-free lotion or a thick face lotion works great, um, like Cetaphil is really great, to all of the dry areas of your body. So like I said, uh, do it onto your face. Any dry patches, you can do it really nice and thick. Like if you've got any breakouts on your face, do it to where you can kind of see the white of the lotion. You want to make sure you apply it to your hands, your elbows, your feet, your toes, your ankles and lay it on thick to where you can see it. Another hot tip, because every time I do my own tan at home, I do all my prep and put all my lotion, and then I go to like open something, and I can't 
So make sure you got everything open before you start lathering up in the lotion again and then you can play a light layer on your face if you're working with a mousse solution you can just put that onto your mitt and then start applying it like you would lotion right i always say work your tan in a circular motion if you are using a spray solution a lot of them are in the spray format what i suggest doing is spray your mitt that you have on your hand give it a nice good squirt if you are using a mitt make sure you lotioned your hands up really well or you're wearing gloves p.s so i say squirt your mitt with the solution so that it gets that so that it's not dry and then you'll want to squirt your body then do your circular motions with that and keep your mitt nice and wet as well as applying the solution onto your actual skin i start at the bottom or the feet right and i work my way up so i work my lit my feet my legs i work up and around onto my booty yeah I work my booty and if you're in your bathroom, don't be afraid to like, you know, throw that leg up onto the counter. I know, no, I do. And get your booty, make your way up. Back, if you could see me right now, like pretending to give myself a tan, I work my way up my back so that that way I'm not getting creases in my stomach line right from my tan. So I wait and do that after. So from my feet, my legs, my booty, then my back. <laughs> Anyone else wrap that? Okay. And then I do my back and then I go around onto my stomach. I come back up, go around onto my stomach and my chest. And then from there, I work my arms. So I'll go kind of up and around my armpits and on the backside and then lotion it, lotion it. You know what I mean? The circular motion around your arms. You want to make sure you rotate your wrist back and forth so that you can get those creases. Nothing says a spray tan more about creases on your elbows, your arms, your hands and your feet tips for you coming and around your arms and then I go on to again my chest my boobs work my way up and I do my face and then the last thing I do after my face I do my face I blend it all in make sure you get your ears and then I do my neck very last right because that's everything that I'm moving and looking around with my neck so I do my neck the very last and then once you are evenly tan apply a setting powder yes a setting powder. I'm telling you, this is one of my number one tricks. A lot of these solutions are aloe-based or you get that tacky feeling and you feel like, oh my gosh, I can feel my arms sticking together. The backs of my legs are like, oh, my titties are sticking to my tummy. You know what I mean? Take a setting powder. This is a game changer. You can use your translucent powder from your makeup. Totally works. Or one of my favorites that a lot of people have on hand is a talc-free baby powder. The lavender scent smells amazing. You'll just take a clean makeup brush or a cotton ball or you can even take, ready, hot tip, literal hot tip. Take your makeup brush, dab it into whatever setting powder you're going to use, then take your blow dryer, hold your brush away from you, and then take the blow dryer, crank that baby on, and then blow that powder off of the top of the brush towards you and into those spots, and it just sets everything beautifully. You feel amazing. It's awesome. The places that I like to do this on is I like to start again at my neck because I know I'm going to start moving that soon. I always suggest having this ready so that you're not moving around too much after you've done it before you set everything. So I do my neck. I do the insides of my arms. So like the inner crease of your elbows. I do underneath my arms, my armpits. I set the middle. What is that called? <laughs> the cleavage that I don't have. The cleavage I set under the boobs because, you know, once you have babies and stuff, things things fall under the boobs. 
and the backs of the knees. And then I like to do my thick thighs. I like to do the inner parts of my legs. And if you have like a nice little booty on you and you need to get that booty crease, then set your booty crease as well. And then again, you can take your blow dryer. And if you're still feeling really tacky everywhere, take it and just use that powder and set your whole body. Game changer. Then once you're done, you immediately want to wash your hands. And if you're feeling like, okay, I wore a glove, I need to blend my hands. Britt, how do I blend my hands? Do a bear claw or a little claw with your hands. Create a claw. Do that. Take your solution or your mint, whatever, and you can either use this on a makeup brush and blend in, but you want to keep your hands curled to where you can see the creases of your knuckles and blend in and then on the back. And then once you're done with that, you'll want to take and just wash your hands and blend it out with a towel. And this will give you a nice even tan. Once you're done with that, I always suggest taking a wet towel or a cotton ball uh, or a baby wipe works great and just kind of buffing in your elbows, making sure you don't have anything there. And then on your ankles and your toes, same thing. Just kind of buff everything in. That way you don't get any of those harsh lines because you know what I'm talking about. You can tell with people's hands where they've had a fake tan or their palms are tan. It's just, it's awful. (laughs) And I don't want you to look like that. So you don't have to now. I want you to be prepared and I want you to process correctly. Here's the deal. How you decide to tan is up to you. If you're doing at home, whatever, you don't care. Clearly we're throwing legs up onto our kitchen table or our bathroom probably the bathroom's the best place let's throw them up in the bathroom right but hey you do you we don't really care if you're getting a spray tan a lot of people ask me like oh my gosh how do I spray tan I don't want to go into a booth but like am I getting naked in front of you here's the deal it's totally up to you and your spray tan artist how you tan for me and my clients my spray tan studio is a safe place I have every kind of person in there every body type I've been everything in between and it's a judge free zone why you're coming in to get tan we're all the same like we want a little boost of confidence we want to feel better when we walk out and someone that you go to should feel the exact same way so if you want to tan as naked as the day you were born girlfriend get undressed hop in let's do this let's tan you that's something to remember but my tips for tanning if you you know I understand not everybody's comfortable just stripping down and that's totally fine. You can wear as many clothes as you want to, honestly. My tips for you if you're going to be going to get a spray tan is wear dark clothing. If you're going to keep on your tops or bottoms or whatever, do dark clothing just because the solution is obviously dark and it washes out of it well, but then you don't get any chances of something white being stained. So after you're done tanning, be prepared to wear something loose-fitting clothing-wise after the tan is complete. Things to avoid, and girl, I'm the same way, I get it, leggings are comfortable, but avoid them because, hello, they're tight, they're going to stick, they're going to absorb some of that tan, especially leggings on like your calves and your shins will totally absorb and you will see literally like a line of where it is. Don't do it. Don't wear your leggings. It's fine. Let them go. It's one day. Uh, Avoid wearing jeans, tall socks, or boots. Again, that'll absorb your tan. Well, your tan is going to look so good in those jeans later. Let it breathe. Let it do its magic. My favorite things to wear um, (laughs) are these really comfy onesies off Amazon, which I'll totally link. But it's just nice after. I totally say do your tan at night so you can just sleep in it, wake up the next morning, wash it off, and you're done. Like, you don't have to. We're all, we're impatient. I get it. Sleep. Then you're going to wake up and be tan. So these onesies off Amazon are awesome because you can lounge around in them. They're comfy. And who cares? Run errands if you need to, you know? 
pick out your favorite sweats, get some dark ones. Shorts are great in the summer, uh, as long as you're not running errands and getting into like a leather seat in the summer and sweating off the back. You know what I mean? Just get a comfy, like it's time to lounge. Be scrounge. <laughs> While you're letting your tan process, you'll want to avoid swimming, showering, vigorous exercise, because, duh, you don't want to be sweating it off. Um, sweating can inhibit the development of your tan as well. And try not to shave for at least one day after you've had your tan. So here's the deal. Once you tan, a lot of people don't understand this, depending on which solution you're picked, like we discussed. Read the back, obviously. I don't know which one you're choosing. Some solutions, like the 60-minute one I said, you can put it on and then wash it off, and then it actually continues to develop, develop after you've done it, but most of them do not. Read the backs, but you'll want to let them process 8 to 12 hours, I say, is kind of the magic number. And I say that because, again, try and do it at nighttime so you can just sleep in it and wake up and shower it off. But do not, for the love of God, do not let it process for over 24 hours. This is when when you will get that orange, you'll start to smell. You'll wonder why your tan is dripping. Like it's just gross. And a lot of times it can actually not develop properly. Or like I said, it'll overdevelop. So just 12 hours. That's, that's the mark I'm giving you. Don't let it go over that. Now it's time to wash it off. Woohoo. So when you shower for the first time, if you've never had a tan, you want to just do a normal shower, a warm shower. I don't know why people would take a cold shower, but warm to hot shower. You'll take your shower, you'll hop in, you're just going to shower with water only. You're going to hop in, take your shower, you're going to look down, and you're going to see a big pool of color at the bottom of your shower. Don't freak out, your tan's not gone, that's just the bronzer or the color guard that we see as we tan you. You'll want to sit and just use water only and rinse every part of your body with just water and your hands and wash yourself off until you no longer see that big pool of color at the bottom anymore. Once you no longer see that pool of color at the bottom of your shower, you can use a gentle soap or use a, uh, something like a dye fragrance-free soap. One of my favorite ones that I use and I know a lot of people have access to or they already have in their showers is Summer's Eve. I've had great success just using my Summer's Eve as a body wash and... It's good for the body, you know? Some more hot tips for you real quick is to avoid Dove soap or Dove products before and after your tan. Unfortunately, these leave a film that solution does not mix well with or it will speed up the exfoliation process. Now, things to keep in mind to any hair thinning lotions or removing if... <laughs> If you wax yourself after a spray tan, I'm sure it makes sense. It's going to peel off your spray tan. Like, just come on. I have totally waxed my armpits after, and I know this, and it was just like, come on, dumbass moment. But just FYI, just think it through a little bit. And obviously, if you do your face, we wash our face so often, and we're exfoliating it. A lot of times, your face doesn't stay as tan as the others as long. So things like your retinase, your benzoyl, benzoyl peroxide, um, your toners, things like that can really speed it up the process. Like hot tubs and chlorine and salt water, these are natural exfoliants. So my tip for if you're going to be going on vacation, because so many of us do this because we're going on vacation, if you're going to be getting into something with chlorine, so a hot tub, a pool, if you're going to be jumping into the ocean, I say use a waterproof sunscreen and apply it to your body 15 minutes before you're going to be doing said activity. 
Then once you enjoy yourself and you have fun, make sure you hop out, you wash your body off. You want to get that chlorine off your body and then make sure you're dabbing yourself dry. And that's my tip for just in general, after you're done with your letting it process and you have your spray tan, make sure you dab yourself dry. Don't rub. It'll speed up the exfoliation process. But the waterproof sunscreen helps a lot with that. And then you can also continue to take your spray tan solution and mix it in some lotion and kind of just blend it. And that'll help keep your spray tan longer lasting is just mixing a little squirt of your spray tan with your fragrance dye free uh, lotion and that'll give you a little bit of a longevity tanning lotion super fun keep in mind things like hormones can affect your spray tan you know when we are menstruating that can affect our spray tan i've noticed uh this like on your which is so odd that it happens but something like on your shins or your calves that's a big part of our uh, hormones. So sometimes you need to apply it a little heavier there, apply it, wait like an hour, and then you might have to come back through and rub in a little more solution. Uh, and then also those that are pregnant, a lot of times you want a patch test just to make sure everything's fine. And your bellies when you're pregnant too, the skin's so thin that I found my belly didn't tan as easily. So just a little heads up for that. Now, my tips for a long lasting spray tan. Make sure every time you shower, you bathe, whatever, you moisturize right after, like we talked about. Don't do, uh, don't rub yourself dry. You want to pat yourself dry. Avoid taking really hot baths or showers. Speed up the exfoliation process. And you want to make sure that you're lotioning twice a day. So morning and night, or then also anytime you get out of the shower. If you can avoid the chlorine or the seawater, make sure you moisturize your body from the inside out. So again, lotion. And hydrate, people. Drink your damn water. <laughs> I hope these helped. Spray tans are a fun way to help feel refreshed and just give us that, that little boost of confidence, especially in the winter time. Remember, they don't protect against the sun. They're not that magic. So make sure you're wearing your sunscreen, right? Like, do I have to give you this talk? No, I don't. So make sure you wear your sunscreen. Uh, what are your favorite tanning tips and tricks? I love doing uh, tips and tricks. So again, my favorite tips and tricks for your spray tan is to make sure you hydrate your body from the inside out. Prep your body, shower, shave, exfoliate, and then make sure you're adding lotion to your body, onto your face, the dry spots of your body, your hands, your feet, your elbows, your ankles, uh, and then making sure that you wipe those areas off after you wash your hands and you set your spray tan with a setting powder, whether again, that's your translucent powder or uh, talc free powder. Also using that awesome, awesome glove that the towel, you know, on the back, I'm doing a motion nobody can see for your back game changer. And then also don't be afraid to wear a onesie and lounge around. My favorite way to do it is to process overnight. Yeah, what are your favorite tips? I know a lot of people like to apply like the mousses with a like a, a foundation brush. That's a great one to do, especially on your feet and your hands and your face. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favorite spray tan solution? Most of mine are pretty basic. And then again, I really like the professional ones that I know are available to the public. But I would love to hear your tips and tricks for your spray tans down below. And yeah, what other ways can we stay happy and like just avoid the the winter blues, you know? I'm getting me some red light therapy, I guess is what you call it. And happy light, 
trying to ground myself and just stay in my routines and keep promises to myself, I guess. I don't know. So anyways, I hope you like these. Again, all of this information will be linked in the show notes. So if you're like, I need that, what is she talking about? Or if you want to read all these tips and tricks again, I'll have the blog post below. Please don't forget to subscribe. If you like this podcast, leave us a review and reach out to me. I totally want to hear from you guys. You can follow us on Instagram at Grit and Grace Podcast. I can't wait to check in with you guys next week. Bye.